The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Two minutes to go. Illinois 71, Michigan State 68. Out top is Io. Long, long three. Got another one. He got another one. Timeout, Michigan State. Fighting a Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to tip off is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Your first look and in depth preview of today's contest here on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5, the flagship home for fighting Illini basketball. Right wing, Kipper cuts to the lane. Down low, Kofi! What a slam dunk! And there's the high-low and the feet of the big seven-footer. Williams to Georgie at the free-throw line, drive. Down the lane, and slams it in! Three, gonna have to shoot it with two, a long, long three! Oh, he got it! He got it! Now from courtside at the State Farm Center on the campus of the University of Illinois, here's your host, Scott Beatty. Welcome in, everybody, to Fighting Illini Game Day, a big one on tap for Illinois looking for their first Big Ten win of the season, and it's the Michigan Wolverines in town who are ranked number five in the country. The Wolverines are 8-1 overall, 1-0 in Big Ten play. The Illini 6-3, 0-1. The Illini coming off a heartbreaking loss to Maryland on Saturday, 59-58. Michigan, a 103-91 victory over Iowa in their Big Ten opener. And the Wolverines now under Jawan Howard after the departure of John Beeline to the NBA. Haven't missed a beat. In fact, may even look a little bit better for right now in the early part of the season. I'm Scott Beatty alongside Lauren Tate. And, well, Lauren, it's, uh, it's felt like, as we were talking with Scott Ritchie, our colleague from the News Gazette, it, it, coaches always feel like it's a must-win game. But you just look at the schedule and what and the line I need to start doing and building a bit of a resume, it feels must-win this way as well. Uh, I, think, uh, I think there's a certain amount of truth to that. But uh, let me ask you a question. If you're the favorite and you win, do you rush the court? <laughs> Illinois is a one-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. Every home team has won so far, 8-0 and in the Big Ten. No team has lost at home. W Illinois is the favorite. This does not feel like if Illinois... <laughs> yeah, I know. This does not feel like if Illinois would win this game, to their credit, that it would be the equivalent of the upset last year over Michigan State when the students rushed the court. But I am a little bit surprised at uh, how per the odds makers have looked at this. Penn State was a, a favorite the other day at home, and nobody paid any attention. The court, the players ran, the fans rushed the court. And they talked about that's usually a uh, can be a very quiet place at times. They said they couldn't hear themselves in the huddle because it was so loud. Credit that's right. And 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 the Maryland was uh, went in there, you know, uh, right off the Illinois victory, and lost. And they were favored to lose. <laughs> so the home court is, tell me how much it's worth. Four, six, eight, ten, twelve. How many, how many points? I'd say it's ten. Pretty close, isn't it? Yeah, I don't, I, 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 don't, I think that's splits. a little high, but I mean, I think it, I think that uh, if you said eight, I wouldn't argue with you. 
if you could replay the Illinois-Maryland game at the State Farm Center with a home crowd and the energy that comes from that, it might be a totally different game. Well, it was almost totally different anyway. I mean, you know, it was almost a win for Illinois. I mean, it was pretty fluky for the way they pulled it out, if you want to be honest. I mean, nobody can hit a, a, a shot that's measured at 31 feet 6 inches. That's what Anthony Cowan hit. <laughs> it's the equivalent of hitting one from the State Farm Center logo here. Yep. As the Illini yep. are starting to come out onto the floor, about four or five players are out now in their orange jerseys to take on these Michigan Wolverines who have had some quality wins, including Iowa State, North Carolina, Gonzaga. Their only loss came to Louisville, which was ranked number one at the time. And by the way, they've fallen again. So another number one team has lost. And uh, the top of the... AP top 25 and the top of the Big Ten kind of for grabs. Just looking I don't at pay, what's I don't, out there. You said they're number five. I don't I don't pay attention to any. There's no number one. There's no nothing. I mean, you shouldn't even have poll now. You can't judge anything by the on the basis of what we've seen so far. I mean, this is a, a perfect example. They score 43 points against Louisville and 103 against Iowa in consecutive games three days apart. So how do you figure? Well, each game is its own. Each game has a different style. Each team has a different style. But the one thing we know about Michigan is they're playing even faster yeah. than they did under John Beeline. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're not terrible at turning it over, but they will turn it over. They like the threes. They're making about nine per game. And Xavier Simpson, if you overhelp on him, he finds the open guy. they got three guys who among their top six players who are – attempting approximately half their shots from three. Half of the shots they attempt are three, and two of those guys, Livers and uh, Wag uh, Brooks, are shooting 40, over 48% on threes. The team is shooting 500 for the season. That is incredible. That means they're making half their shots. Isaiah Livers has gone from a bit of a role player to a, uh, a top scoring. Well, they've got six guys averaging... I'm looking at the wrong sheet here. They've got four guys averaging double figures, but Livers leading the attack at 15.1. And then John Teske may be the toughest test that Kofi Coburn has seen down low. You think he's tougher than Jalen Smith? Do you really? Jalen Smith, good defender. Teske can shoot. And well, that that's right. Be, you got to come out. Coburn's going to be out. You, you're absolutely right. You have to come out on Teske. He will, he will shoot the three. Let's see what he's done so far uh, on three-point shooting. Well, he's six out of twenty-one. That doesn't scare me. You know, and if he, and this is a foreign court for him. And if he misses his first shot or two, he probably won't take any more. I mean, he's only shot twenty-one and you know in nine games. So, I don't know. I, I. I was stunned to, to read an article just yesterday about how many good centers there are in the in the Big Ten. I saw what Phillips, you know, I mean, I, uh, Wagner, the center for Penn State. I'll get his name right here sooner or later. In any case, they're popping up everywhere. you got Garza in Iowa. You've yeah. got Coburn here. Yeah. You uh, could almost name the whole. Smith in Maryland. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there, there's a lot of good centers, and there was a point when uh, you and I were talking about uh, the, the the drought of centers and, and the mm -hmm. rarity of them. I think nationally it's true, but yeah. it's not true in the Big Ten. Yep. Each, each each school's got a pretty good center. Every single one. Uturo's a good player from Minnesota. There's, they're all over. And uh, I apologize for not having the list, but, I mean, I, I, if I – worked at it I could come up with it but my goodness it's just amazing how many big guys because it's a guards game we know it's a guards game it's Simpson's game tonight if Simpson runs wild Illinois will lose 
and you got you got to you have to be able to guard him without giving up open threes to guys that can make them. We're off and running. It's the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show for all your retirement planning and investment needs. Rudy Wealth Management voted number one in the People's Choice Awards. More from Courtside, Illinois, and the Michigan Wolverines tonight. Coming up, it's Fighting Illini Game Day. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Now with more... Here's Scott Beatty. Courtside State Farm Center tonight. The Michigan Wolverines in town for a huge Big Ten matchup in the early going of the season for the Illini tonight. Lauren Tate with me. And pleased to have Robbie Hummel, who's come on over from the other side of the court, from the TV desk, to join us, be on the TV call tonight. Great to see you. Welcome. Yeah, no, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Always good to be on with you guys. Former Purdue standout and one of the busiest guys in Big Ten broadcasting. Uh, we were just talking at the outset. Uh, a little bit, I don't know if you are, Lauren, but a little bit surprised that Illinois is considered a favorite. Is that just flat-out home field, home court advantage? I think it's flat-out this is what college basketball is this year. I, I don't think there's a dominant team, and I, I feel like, especially in a league like this, when you go on the road, it's tough. You know, Indiana learned the hard way. They went into Madison and just got driven by, by 30, and it was surprising because you thought going into that that Indiana would probably be – they definitely were favored – um, at least in my mind. But I, I think that's just the year that we're having. And home court advantage is always huge in this league. It always has been. But I think that there's something to be said about there's no dominant teams. We had so much turnover. Think about all the players we lost from this league from last season, whether it's Carson Edwards or Ethan Happ or Tyler Cook or Bruno Fernando. And that's not just in the Big Ten. That's nationally. So I, I would expect to see a lot of road, road teams, um, regardless of their rank, coming into home environments being underdogs we're going back and forth in this thing the acc challenge the big i thought in the beginning that the big 10 looked weak at the bottom from eight on down approximately and then i see the acc challenge win eight out of you know what we go eight and four, eight and six yes. was it yep and uh now with the with the play of michigan and and uh, maryland and the teams at the top michigan state even purdue i think is is going to be unbeatable at home yeah and, and right. Sorry, go ahead. Well, I, that's all I'm saying is that it's just impossible to tell anything. And, and I, I agree with you. On night one, I, I was kind of a little bit down because we had the Louisville game against these guys against Michigan, and Louisville really handled them at home. Yeah. And you had the Duke game, and that obviously wasn't good for Michigan State. But th then you have some other games that on night two kind of went our way. Purdue beats Virginia. Ohio State goes into North Carolina and gets a huge win there. To be honest, with those – four games splitting the depth of the league won the challenge and I think that was maybe a little bit of a surprise I, I agree with you I thought maybe the depth wasn't going to be there but this league regardless every year whether it was when I played or when Juwan Howard played or, or even today there are no easy games it's just a physical league it's a well-coached league and if you don't bring it every night especially on the road you're going to be in trouble Illinois uh, you know showed some resolve in coming back against Miami but lost in after a, a, a poor effort that they couldn't recover from. And the Maryland game was, you know, so many things. If they just go one more way, they win it. But it's got fans feeling antsy, and it feels like, <laughs> you know, a win tonight would, would be huge. But 
how much behind the eight ball is Illinois if they can't win this one tonight? Yeah, I mean, it's a big opportunity for them. I think no one wants to go 0-2 to start the season in Big Ten play, and then you take a break. And Michigan you're, you're State playing. coming up, too. Yeah, and exactly. The schedule is not exactly um, favorable for them, I guess, early on here. They've had a tough road with you got Michigan State, you got Maryland, and you got these guys in Michigan coming in here tonight. So, in other words, you have no comfort for, for Illinois fans. Well, no, no. <laughs> I, I will say I, I was impressed with their effort, and I think Brad Underwood was impressed with their effort as well. I, I think if you look at that game, and it was two years ago, if Illinois shoots 33% or whatever they shot, they 39%, that's a 20-point game. Mm-hmm. There's no way they're in that game unless they're shooting 50 or 55% two years ago. Here they grind it out. They didn't shoot it great. I was impressed with their effort. I thought down the stretch they missed some shots. That they, Georgie Bishanishvili on the, the left block, is that's not a bad thing. I think Coburn got a decent look. I thought Io got some good looks. They didn't go down. But I honestly, I came away fairly encouraged for Illinois because I was impressed they were in the game when they weren't shooting well. Well, defense has been a big problem for Illinois for two or three years, and they've changed their defense. Yeah, it's like watching about a, a different team out there, wasn't it? I thought know. I was seeing things you for like a while. It? Do you like it? Yeah, I do, because I think fouls have been such an issue, and you need guys like Georgie Bishanishvili on the floor, and it's it's been an issue with free throws and, and whatnot, but I, I think I like the fact that you're packing it in. You've got a rim protector. You don't have to gamble. Um, I think it shows that Coach Underwood is willing to adjust his personnel. So I, I thought it was also fascinating that we didn't see a whole lot of spread. If I'm correct, there was one possession of spread offense, and that's what he's done for the last two years. A lot of weave, a lot of downhill weave for Io and the guards, but it'll, it'll be interesting to see tonight. Michigan can really guard you um, offensively how, how the Illini play. Robbie, it's always great when you stop. I appreciate your time. You do a great job on the television call, and uh, – yeah, it's just good to see you. No, uh, you I guys guess. too. I always love coming here. Absolutely. So. All right. Robbie Hummel. Thank you very much. Thank TV you. Call. Good to see you Appreciate guys. Appreciate it. And when we come back, our keys to the game. Also, Coach's Corner with Brian Barnhart and Shin Coleman. Stay with us. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Here again, Scott Beatty. Orange and blue tonight, hosting the maize and blue, the Illini in the orange. And the Michigan Wolverines tonight will be in the blue. Most players are out now getting their shots in. Let's get to our keys to the game. They're brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Champaign, the unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert will steer you in the right direction. A whole team of them will take you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested. Got to stop this guy out here, Simpson, shooting all these hook shots from five feet. He's, <laughs> he's going to try to – you've got to stop the break. You've got to get back on defense. They're, they're going to try to run. They're, they're averaging uh, 80 points a game, and they're shooting 50% from the field, and you just simply got to get back on defense. You can't give them any easy shots. Make them make hard shots. That's right. I'll say close out on the three-pointers. They yep. like to take them. And if it's tight at the end, execute. <laughs> That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Well, yeah. What do you do different? I mean, you give the ball to your best player and hope he can drive in there. That's what everybody does. See if you get some contact, at least get it on the rim. That's right. right. Underwood would say. So All right, Lauren. Bring, or either that or bring back Raybody Rice in, in Missouri. <laughs> Enjoy the show. All right. Appreciate it much. Coach's Corner is next. Brian Barnhart and Chin Coleman. Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Evan Kahn back in the game day studios. Time for the Coach's Corner, brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Champagne and Clark Lindsay. With the Coach's Corner, here is Brian Barnhart. 
Pirates Illinois basketball here tonight as the Illini take on the Michigan Wolverines. We're joined by assistant coach Chin Coleman, who has the scout for the Wolverines. And coach, before we get into basketball, uh, it is Epilepsy Awareness Night tonight. I know Coach Walker, his son, uh, certainly want to create some more awareness with that tonight. Absolutely. We, uh, we are family, and uh, we understand that his family, um, there's some relationships there with that situation, and we support him. Uh, uh, there are some other events that we do, and we come out and, 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 and all of our numbers in terms of our staff, our, our, our players, our supporting staff, because um, this is a member in his family that, 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 that is suffering or whatever the case may be is from that. So we, we, we're very aware of that, and, and we're in full support of, of epilepsy and, and the care for epilepsy and, and all the cures and research and all that stuff. We support yeah. And Braylon's a great kid. Unbelievable kid. <laughs> yeah. Big-time kid. We love Braylon. Yeah, he's yeah. around. He's a huge, huge Illinois basketball fan. He knows all the players. He knows all their numbers. He knows all their names. Some of our players even got handshakes with him. So he's one of us, and we yeah. love him. I was going to say, I thought you said he knew the, all the plays. I thought that's pretty good. But. He might. Yeah. He's, that, he's, that, he's that committed to so yeah. it. He may know some of the plays. Yeah. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, I thought uh, the other day at Maryland, uh, our guys were locked in. I thought we did everything that you need to do to win a game on the road like that, I thought. Yeah, we are, we're locked in. I mean, there's not a team uh, in the country that we don't feel like we can beat. Uh, where we're at right now in terms of our basketball program, we're, we're, we're at that. You know, you know when you're climbing a, a huge mountain, the last leg of the mountain is the steepest, and we're right there at that point right now in our program. And it's uh, it's going to be hard, but we're going to get over that mountain. We're, we're we're in a great place with our program right now. We feel good about what we're doing, where we're at, and the reward is is coming, and the, yeah. the time is coming for us to hit that hit that stride and get on the other side of that mountain. So we feel good. Yeah. Different opponent tonight with Michigan. Uh, how different are they from Maryland? Very different because uh, they're a team that thrives in transition. They're a team that thrives at the three-point line. And they got a really dynamic, dynamic point guard that sets the table for everybody else and it makes it easier to play basketball for Michigan. When you have a guy like Simpson who's almost averaging nine assists a game, he makes it really easy to play for. And the way that they play, he is the engine that drives the chain, the train, I'm sorry. And so we have to make sure that we do a good job of cutting him off, but also understanding that we can't get mesmerized by him because of the, the passing ability. He can beat you with a pass. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, you talk about defending against a great score. There are certain ways to do that, but a great assist man, you just mentioned the key. There, there is certain ways to do that, and, and, <laughs> and we have a, a, a schematic for that, and we have a scheme for that. And hopefully um, we've been in that kind of situation before this year, and I'm not going to tell you who and what game. And yeah. It worked, and so we're going to try to do that a little bit better than the way we did it in that game. And so... We feel prepared. We're prepared, and we're definitely anxious, and I just think it's our time. Mm-hmm. Tell me about Coach Howard coming from the NBA. Do you see some NBA influence in what he's running? A ton of NBA um, influence on what he's doing and, and the way that his team uh, is built and the way that it's structured and the way that they play. Um, I um, know Nuki is what we call him from our neighborhood. Is that right? We're from, yeah. <laughs> we're from similar neighborhoods. His, his neighborhood is where he's from is across Stony Island from where I'm from. And then he, he moved out to what we call London Town. But he went to school at CBS. I went okay. to high school at South Shore. CBS is on 87th in Jeffrey. South Shore is on 76th in Jeffrey. Okay. So we were rivals uh, yeah. in high school. We played against each other in high school. He's older than me, but 
Um, we know each other well, and we yeah. know, and we've been around each other and spent some time around each other a lot playing ball and growing up in inner cities from Chicago. So uh, I got a good familiarity with what it is that he's about and what it is he's going to try and do. So Yeah, that's good. That's helpful. All right, a break and back with more here with Coach Coleman after this. It's Illinois basketball tonight, the coach's corner. Let's get into some personnel. We mentioned uh, Simpson. Teske is the other big name. Uh, he's a guy that can hurt you in the middle. Absolutely. He's a, a big mammoth of a man, um, and we have a, a, a big mammoth of a man as well. So, But Teske is very experienced. Uh, he went to the Final Four. Now. you got three players on their team that's played in the Final Four. So that, 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 that is good for them in terms of what they do. But Teske is, is, is good because defensively he is the anchor. Their ball screen def- defense is different because of what they do with him and how they plug him in the middle of the floor and keep him close to the basket. So that, that's tough. Uh, but um, they have some shooters. They got two guys that are shooting. One is shooting 49% from three almost, and that's Livers. And they got one that's shooting 48%, and that's Brooks. Um, so they're, 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 they want to beat you from the three-point line while you're taking twos. And so what we need to do is try to take away their threes. And you've heard me say this before, run them off the fence. Yeah. Make them play in the yard, keep them out of the house. And so yeah. that's what we're going to do. We're not going to let them get threes. That's, that's, that's one of our main goals is take away the three-point line and, and, and run them off mm-hmm. that fence. Yeah, do they shoot it quick, or is it more of a oh, part absolutely. of their offense? Absolutely. They look for them early in transition. They look for them late in the half court. They shoot about 25 a game, and they make 10, a little bit more a game, and they shoot them at that rate of 40%. So that's a really good shooting team. They're a really good passing team. They're a really good cutting team. They elite at three things, shooting the basketball, cutting the basketball, and passing. You got those three components, you're a good team. Yeah, it's interesting because Coach Howard comes in. He's certainly bringing some of his influence and his game. Uh, But also, they've had success. They've got a culture there. I think he's smart not to just blow it completely up. Absolutely. He's very smart, and he's kept (laughs) some of the things that they've done when Beeline was there. He's not, he didn't scrap the whole entire play package. He's kept some of the stuff that was successful, which tells you how smart he is as a basketball coach. Those guys are comfortable with some of those things, and it was successful. So he's kept some of it, and he's added his flavor to it. He's added his NBA stuff. He's added a lot, and and they're playing well right now. How about defensively? What will they try to do? Defensively, they play more. It's not pack, as a lot of teams in in our league play. It's more of an NBA style kind of deal is one-on-one and uh, they're, they're comfortable with, with you getting two-point field goals and they want to take away the three but they want to have their cake on the other end and get their three so yeah. okay if we don't get threes they're not going to get it yeah interesting will they press some they will after mm-hmm. free throws but it's uh, I think it's just for them to milk a little clock and burn a little mm-hmm. clock and make you you know get a little passive but uh, it's not a hot press it's not very aggressive they will I would think uh, with the threes they shoot, if they miss, and they've been making almost half of them, but uh, long caroms, right? Long rebounds? Absolutely. Long, long shots equal long rebounds, and our guards are going to have to rebound down and crack down and, and get clean up some of those boards so we can get off to our pace because we want to play at our pace as well in our building. Um, we're looking forward to a good game, man, and, and we're going to show up. i tell you that. We're going to show up, and we're going to do what it is that we need to do to win. Yeah. Boy, speaking of rebounds, DeMonte's been grabbing them, hasn't he? Absolutely. He's a big-time <laughs> rebounder for us, and he goes up and he gets rebounds like a man. And we, we kind of mixed up our lineup a little bit to give us a little bit more balance because mm-hmm. um, Dre was really good for us coming off the bench last year, and he's a selfless guy. He doesn't care if he stars. If he comes off the bench, he knows he's going to play starters minutes. He's kind of like our sixth starter. 
And uh, it was good for us in Maryland. I think Coach will try that again tonight. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. That's Coach's decision. So we'll see what happens. All right. Hey, thanks, Jen. Appreciate it. Thank you. That's Jen Coleman on the Coach's Corner. Coach's Corner brought to you by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign and Clark Lindsay, Illinois and Michigan. Up next here on News Talk 1400 WDWS Champaign-Urbana and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS Champaign-Urbana. We'll talk to you after the game.